0: This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back. To the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. In this episode, I'm interviewing a brand new best selling author. Marnie Hale, owner of Move the Needle, is a growth advisor who helps CEOs identify the shortest path to big wins. Recently, Marnie and I worked together to launch her book, Simplify to Amplify, and the book hit number one new release and number one bestseller in multiple categories, making her a best selling author. Heads up that Marnie and I have a little bit of a backstory. When I was working in digital marketing back in cubicle land, she was my boss and marketing director. So when she told me that she was working on her book, I was honored to be involved with this process. There's three things in this interview that I know you are going to like. Number one, the fact that Marnie wrote a short and simple microbook. I am all about the microbook and hers is only 50 pages. The second thing is that Marnie has zero database, like no huge email list here, you guys. She has I'd say about 100 people that she pulled together inside of a Gmail BCC for her launch, specifically for the launch itself, and it worked. It was successful. She's now number one, and she'll, she talks more about that in this interview. And then the third thing that I know you're going to like is her honesty about emotions and trusting the process. Marnie is really big on advocating for everyone to write a book, and of course, I talk about that all the time, but I think it's important for you to hear it directly from her, too. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. Okay, Marnie, I am so excited to have you here today on the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Why don't we start out with you sharing more about who you are, who you serve, what you do?
1: Well, first of all, thank you, Jessica, for having me. I'm so excited to be here, and especially because that means that I'm an
0: author, Yes, of course. Yes. And not just an author, a number one best selling author. Yay! Thanks to you, my friend. But we'll get into that. Yes, let's get into that. So, yeah. So I want to talk more about why you wanted to become an author. But I actually let's you know, I, I guess I got so excited that I jumped over the you sharing about who you are and who you serve. But actually, as you talk about that, why don't you share more about how that transitioned into creating the topic for your book?
1: Yes. Perfect. Thank you. So really quick backstory. I am a corporate marketer who climbed the corporate ladder and got to the top and realized I was not happy. And at that point in my career, I decided to focus on success with fulfillment, which brought me to having my own consulting company. I am a growth advisor. I primarily work with CEOs who really have plateaued in their business and are looking for a new perspective to grow their businesses to the next level.
0: Fantastic. Where did the book come into play here? Yes. So
1: as I was doing this, I realized that a lot of people were still putting me in the box of the marketing girl, right? That's where my career had been for so many years in corporate, but it evolved into growth and a lot of people didn't understand what that meant. So I decided to take my philosophy for growth and put it into a book. Um, But I didn't want to spend six months, a year, 12 months, whatever, writing this book and then getting it out into the world because I was growing my business and I needed to move quickly. So I decided to practice what I preach and I kept it very short. Jessica, the book is 50 pages long.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. As you and I were getting ready to record here, I told you, you know, I that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here. Besides the fact that, you know, to the listeners, Marnie and I have a little bit of a backstory here. We both come from working together in corporate digital marketing, and Marnie was like always my mentor. And so when, you know, I found out she was writing a book, the fact that I was able to get involved was so amazing. And when it comes to looking at what works, of course, you know what works from a marketing standpoint. Tell me what within your gut told you that a short book was going to be the pathway forward for your book journey.
1: Yeah. You know, it, it, it had to be because I needed to move quickly. And just to share a little bit. So the name of the book is Simplify to Amplify. And it outlines my philosophy and methodology for how I grow companies. And that is working backwards from your objective and then taking the shortest path to the results. So I decided I was going to use that same methodology with launching the book. So my objective was to uh, let people know that I was more than just marketing and that I'm about growth advising. And here's the methodology that I follow uh, to help other people grow their businesses. As I started writing this all down, I realized I got to a point where it was just enough information to help the audience that I wanted to reach and to achieve the objective that I was trying to do. And so I allowed it to just live at that level, right? I could have um, gone deeper and expanded on chapters, which a few people who helped me in the editing process had had said would be great. And I just honestly, Jess, at the end of the day, I had to choose that it was time to move forward with it because I was really staying super focused on my objective.
0: Mm. You know what's so powerful about that is you were literally following your book. You, just like you said, the methodology you were practicing, what you were preaching. And so I think that's such a beautiful example of, okay, I'm not just going to tell people what can, what they can do here with their ideas, but I'm going to follow that system with my idea and use that moving forward. So yes. break it down for me, Marnie, 50 pages. What did that look like in, in your word count? Do you remember? Oh my God. I, you know what is actually great? I have no idea. Right? Because, I love that. <laughs> because that wasn't part
1: of what I was doing, right? I was trying to achieve the objective, move quickly, and I wasn't putting pressure on myself. I was giving myself grace. I wasn't like overthinking it, which is a huge principle in the book that a lot of people do. I wasn't trying to be everything to everyone. I was staying true to myself, true to my methodology, and sitting back and saying, if this helps one person or or this just becomes my calling card for who I am and helps me reach a wider audience. That's enough. Mm. Right. And, and it allowed me to move forward in like this flow with joy without the pressure that I think a lot of people I've talked to since launching the book who have shared, gosh, I've always wanted to write a book. Gosh, I, how did you do it? And my recommendation to them is it's easier than you think. I recommend every single person write a book because everybody has a story inside of them. Everybody has something to share with an audience. And after going through this process and figuring out that it is easier than you think, it feels incredible. Incredible to be at this point.
0: Yes. Yes. And just to kind of put a context on things, we're recording this. What was it? Like a week and change after your launch?
1: It was a week ago. It was a week ago. Yeah. A week ago, Monday.
0: Tell me about your launch about the emotions you felt and how you stayed grounded because uh, you know what's funny is like you when when you and I worked together, and Marnie was my marketing director for a large coaching company, and um, she was always like the cool, calm, collected, director it was like i if i got emotional or upset about something she was the one i would turn to to get me grounded and so when she, Marnie was launching and she texted me that she was emotional i was almost one of those moments where it's like okay i'm not crying you're crying like i was <laughs> emotional because she never gets emotional <laughs> but you know launching something that's such a big project like a book it brings up the emotions anytime i have someone that i'm working with launch a book i get emotional for them because it's just an incredible moment but before that you know there is ups and downs that come with the launch portion. So let's just talk about the launch real quick. The emotions levels, how did you mentally prepare yourself for that? And walk me through all of that stuff.
1: <laughs> I mean you were my rock for sure. So let me let me back into it. Um I had finished the book and it was uploaded to Amazon and then I was waiting like three weeks because I had picked a particular date that I wanted to launch on. So that was really hard because I had to I had to wait. So I used that time to say, great, now I can really get prepared. I don't know that I was hundred percent emotionally prepared for that day because <laughs> the emotions were so all over the place, right? So I'll take you through it really quick. So I woke up in the morning and I immediately emailed my list. I already had the emails ready to go. The graphics that you helped me with, all of that was perfect and ready to go. I emailed everybody. Then I sat back and I just kept watching and watching and then I'm posting on all my social channels and then I'm, you know, talking with my family and friends and I'm really excited because it's going to happen, right? We're going to get to the bestseller ranking. I'm watching, I'm watching and all of a sudden I'm like, holy crap, is it not going to happen? Right? And doubt starts setting in. Yes. And worry. And the whole time, like I'm either texting you or you're texting me and you were so amazing. You were on your anniversary trip and still (laughs) you're texting me oh my gosh, you know, your number one new release in this category and and everything that was happening because it happened so fast, right? But, but you're in the middle of it. And so your emotions are all over the place. So at one point I was on my Peloton, like just like getting out energy, refreshing the screen to see what happens. And you are just constantly there, like sending me text messages, keeping me grounded. This is what to expect next. And the minute I refreshed and I saw it say number one bestseller, I just burst into tears. Like it was just, it was a release. Like like you kind of know what's going to happen because you've prepared and you've worked so hard and you've really thought through everything. But that minute that it happens, you're just like, wow, wow, I, I, I was able to do this. And just gratitude, immense, immense gratitude for everybody that came out and supported this launch. Like people I haven't talked to in years at super high profile levels that you would never think that are like, hey, just purchase your book. All the people who you know helped it get to this point, you texting me, my husband, like all of a sudden you realize how much love and support you have around you and what you are able to accomplish. It's incredible. And this is why I want everybody to have this feeling because everybody deserves to be at this point in their life. And I know that it's possible for everybody.
0: Yeah, I got chills where you were talking about that. I couldn't have said it better myself, Marnie. Um, I think one thing that I do want to point out that I made a note of here is because you mentioned your email list. And so I want to point out to some people because they think, oh, I don't have a big email list. Marnie doesn't use a traditional email list. And I have no idea who's in her network. But I just want to point out to the audience. Marnie was just BCCing within Gmail. So that works, you guys. (laughs) So if anyone's listening and thinking, well, I don't have an email list to send out to, yes, you do. You have friends, family, former coworkers, colleagues, your network, people that you've met at events. I mean, um, Marnie is so great at connecting with others that that was part of her launch was just kind of leveraging that people that are in her circle to help her get the word out and reach number one. So I wanted to point that out to people that are listening. Well totally and I don't have a database
1: right like you're you're absolutely correct everything I do is on really LinkedIn is my main channel my social channels are even private and so leading up to this I was really worried about that but at the end of the day it's like when you tap into everything that you do have you realize it's bigger than you think so even though I had a really small e- email list like under 100 people I still went and did that. I went on LinkedIn. I went on Instagram. I went on Facebook. You know, I went everywhere and I didn't just do it once. I had a video where I was talking about the book. I had the graphics that you helped me create just to tell everybody what to do. I was keeping people up to date throughout the day of what was happening. So keeping it top of mind for everybody so they could be excited with me during the journey. And if they hadn't seen it or hadn't acted yet, they still could. And I think all of that together really helped.
0: So good. So good, Marnie. And I just want to highlight that 100 people, 100 people, you know, because when I when I think a lot of people, they those feelings of self-doubt that you shared that you had, Marnie, I think that a lot of. People think, well, I don't have a large network, so I can't reach number one. And I always say, you know, reaching number one is really four different factors. Uh, and Marnie ticked all of those boxes. Number one, you, you want to maximize your listing on Amazon with keywords. Number two, you want to have reviews, which Marnie was really good with asking her network for early reviews. Number three, the category selection is really key. And number four, and this is where I think you really shine, Marnie, is leverage. You're leveraging... Even a smaller audience of people that are you're putting time deadlines in, and this is where you know I know you're trying to get away from marketing Marnie here, but this is where you know the the sort of the the urgency comes in. Marnie was sending out emails saying, "Can you purchase the book by 10 a.m. this morning?" And you know we had a 99 cent uh, launch price, and all this kind of stuff was leveraging that traffic back so that she could convert over, and it would you know really escalated her rank to number one very very quickly.
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like you have to have a plan and you have to follow the plan. Even as like emotions are getting in the way or you're second guessing or you're trying to be everything to everyone, you've got to go back to trusting the people around you who are guiding you. Like you were, you were guiding me every step of the way of, okay, you're going to send your email on this date. This is the information we need to include. These are the categories to put the books under. Like, there's a formula for this and it can go way wrong if you start to overthink it. So like my advice is like surround yourself with people who know what they're doing, trust in them, and then listen to them and follow the plan because it works.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And I think I want to point out there, one thing that I think Marnie does really well is she like knows where her strengths are and she knows where I, I hate saying the word weaknesses but she knows where she may need to reach out right so I think the self-publishing route is so beautiful nowadays because you don't have to do it fully alone I mean Marnie did this video right after she reached number one of here's who to hire for your book and she pointed out all the amazing pieces of her puzzle that helped her bring this idea to life so knowing where okay you know I'm gonna hone in on getting my manuscript done and then I'm gonna hand it off to the people I know are so good at it like you're editor and your book cover designer and me helping with the launch and all that beautiful stuff is uh, really just, it's almost like the best of both worlds because you're self-publishing on your terms with your story, with your strategies, yet you're not having to do it fully alone.
1: Uh, totally. And there's a bunch of different ways that you can launch a book, right? Like like one of my clients is a uh, you know, multi-bestselling author. He has over 17 books. He works with um, really great writers that helps him get to that point. Like he's at a whole different level. Well, I'm also a bestselling author, right? But I did it. I did it my way. I didn't have to hire an expensive editor. I tapped into my network and realized that I have really great people in my network who were more than happy to, to help me with that. I did hire a designer, but we kept it really short. Um, so I, I guess I'm getting to it wasn't super expensive. To yes. be able to do
0: this. Yeah. Great point. Um,
1: right. You can tap into your network. There's people around you who can help you. Do invest where you need to invest because that is important, especially like that day of without you, Jess, I would have been a complete wreck.
0: Um, well, thanks, Marnie. <laughs> but
1: don't, but don't overthink it and don't think that you don't have the money or you don't have the time or you're not good enough or you're not worthy or you can't do it because you absolutely can. And there's a million different ways to get to that end goal. I mean, again, my book is 50 pages long. I'm a number one best-selling author, and I am actually excited about working on my next book already.
0: Oh, I love it. So we talked about the launch. I just want to back up a little bit, Marnie, because of someone like yourself that you, you know, you're a mom, you're working, you have your business, you have all this, all these, you know, irons in the fire. Can you share where you fit in your book writing and just share your timelines as well because i know everyone is different so just to hear the deadlines that you set for yourself and and how you followed them and you know when did you start your book journey and i mean really start like actually put your nose to the ground and start it and then what did that process look like for you so
1: i didn't start out saying i'm going to write a book i'm a big journaler and i sat down at my computer and i just started typing out my methodology and honestly like when i got to a point of like is this an ebook is this a linkedin post what could this be i just made the decision right then and there and i think it was at like 10 pages gosh this could be a book that i can share with people and help a lot of people follow this this methodology um i think that's a different route than a lot of other people take where they're like i want to be an author and i'm gonna you know do 500 words a day and they put themselves in this time crunch for me i write from when i'm inspired so i sat down and i literally just wrote and then the chapters started coming out and i started embellishing on them but when i was no longer inspired i was just having this conversation with a friend who's writing a book right now when i was no longer inspired on a topic then i let it be i didn't Mm -hmm. like push myself to make it deeper or you know or better i knew i could always go back and embellish on that but I let it be because I wanted to keep it moving forward. Um, But then, okay. So then when like it got to, where do I find time? I wrote and I wrote when I was inspired, it probably was not very long, probably over the course of a couple months only because it was in between stuff. And then when the editing process came, that took the longest, um, really the design side of it. And I remember being in Hawaii on vacation and I'm on my laptop, right? Like, looking at, at design edits and giving feedback when you're doing something that you're passionate and excited about, you find the time. And I think that's why I go back to the inspiration side of it, which is if you're forcing yourself to do it, then you're not going to enjoy the process. And that's going to, that's going to come through in your end result. If you're doing it because you're excited and you know, there's a bigger why there's a bigger reason that's here. Then you're inspired and you're excited and the, the energy and the time presents itself.
0: Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's just quote Marnie right here. When you're inspired by something, you're excited about it. Wait, no, did I butcher it? I'm gonna have to go back and write it down. But yeah, right. Like when you're like, I want to work on it. Yeah, I 100% agree. You make time. The time does show up if you're excited and you're inspired. The time will create itself.
1: Yes. Yes, and give yourself grace.
0: Right, like for most of us, like being an author
1: isn't the number one thing that we're doing in our life or business. Um, It's something that's supporting that. So, give yourself grace. Enjoy the process. That is the most important part over any deadlines that you have set. In in my opinion, from my personal experience.
0: Mm. You know, we I want to end on that note. But before we end, let's actually transition into the final five, which is the five questions I ask at the end of every guest interview. And, you know, you talked about a few of these here, but just to kind of reiterate, Marnie, the first question here is what's the best thing that came out of your book journey?
1: Mm. I mean, when I read the question I put, it was easier to do than you think. And the reason that that's my answer is because I'm so inspired to do it again. Like my goal at this point with these micro books is to do three and then five. And then now I have a book set which is, you know, my growth philosophy that I know will help a lot of people.
0: I love it. Micro books for massive impact. This is what I'm Yay! talking about. <laughs> I love it. So the next question is in three words, describe the feeling of seeing your book in someone else's hands, whether it's friends, family, or someone else on social media.
1: Oh my gosh. Grateful, excited, humbled, for sure. Love it.
0: What two things did you always have with you while writing your manuscript?
1: Uh, For sure, Google Docs and then my notes app on my phone. So I did everything in Google Docs, Google, um, yeah, Google Docs, and then the notes app on my phone if I was inspired in the middle of the night.
0: That's what I was going to ask. So you would use the notes app just if you weren't in front of your computer or something like that? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then the number four question is, what is the number one thing you're most proud of after becoming an author?
1: Uh, Becoming a bestseller um, with just using my network, not having a huge email list, and the people that came out to support me who I haven't talked to in like 10 years. It was just incredible.
0: And the last question here is, what is one piece of advice you want to give to someone who is thinking about writing a book? Do it do it, do it.
1: Don't don't overthink it. Don't judge yourself. Get excited. Get curious and just let it flow. Surround yourself with people who are supporting you and helping you make it happen and just do it.
0: Fantastic, Marnie. The last part here is where can the audience find out more about you and buy your book and all that good stuff?
1: Yep. MarnieHale.com. Uh, You can go to, and I actually, oh, you're going to love this, Jessica. I wrote a TLDR version of my book. Love
0: it. Absolutely love it.
1: Right? It's 50 pages long. And I knew that still with a lot of the visionary CEOs I work with, they wouldn't read 50 pages. So I wrote a three-page version (laughs) that anyone can download at MarnieHale.com. And I call it the TLDR version for visionaries.
0: Oh, man. Is this... (laughs) Is this the new thing now, the, the CliffsNotes version of a microbook? I love it. It's the micro microbook. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, Marnie, thank you so much for being here. You shared so many amazing gems on this podcast interview. We appreciate you being on the Author Entrepreneur podcast. And just to the listeners, remember, when you write your story, you change the world. I love it. Thank you, Jess. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at slash book or search for Author Entrepreneur on Amazon See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast.